gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for... The Belching Contest. That boy is a P.I.G. pig. I can't run anymore. I'm so sleepy. Are we on? Are we on? Are we on? Are we going? Are we on? We are gas, food, and lodging. I'm gas. Food. Lodging. Roland's in full (laughs) fucking dick mode today. Whatever. I just want everybody to know. You're welcome. Yes. And, um... Sorry. Yeah. So, welcome to uh, Gas, Food, and Lodging, our movie bullshit talking. This is episode 6F09. Yeah, 67F9, I believe, yes. 18302... 90125 yeah. right 2112 so um anyway coming to you from Dalhut Studios in Anaheim California I was just trying to get beautiful Anaheim California beautiful West Anaheim yeah beautiful West Anaheim the land of California the land of Disney yeah well the land in, of lots in of the things shadow in, in the shadow thereof any hoots um so actually you can't say that we gotta pay him now so no more D word Okay. No more details. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I just don't want to attract yeah, their attention. It's like Beetlejuice, you know? Beetlejuice. Say his name three times, they show up. That's right. Briefcases. Um, so we were so, discussing what we could discuss. There's a there's an angle. We could talk uh, We could talk Tim Burton. Tim Burton? I don't know. You said uh, mention Beetlejuice. Did you guys uh, see that? We could, um, we could talk. Uh, did I see what? Margot Kidder passed away this week. No, Lois I did Lane. not see that. Lois Lane died. Yeah. Well, that's all great. All we got to do is go spin around the earth backwards for yes, a few we minutes. Can, right. right. We can bring her back to life. Well, yeah, well first we have to resurrect Christopher Reeve and then <laughs> have him fly around the earth backwards. The earth retarded, backwards. Re- most retarded interpretation of time um, travel. Uh, no. What? That is definitely uh, no, not the worst uh, interpretation not, of time travel in a movie. I'm just saying it's the okay. How I about mean, this? It's on. one well, of the I'll worst Gosex machinas in any movie I've ever Dude, seen. Dude, 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's really. the worst dosex machina. How's that? Is what I'm saying. Is that like another meta word that you're going to use? Dosex like, machina not, is a very a, specific is, term is, in, right. in dosex machina. Machina cheese. Is that like a sexual position? <laughs> it's, it, it's Latin for the machine the, of the, the gods. It is a reference to old Greek uh, uh, um, plays. It was common that the ending was that everybody got themselves into some fucked up situation they couldn't get out of, and then the gods came down and fixed everything. And right. literally, some guy was lowered down on a hoist as quote one of the gods, mm-hmm. and that was known. That's where the term "the machine of the gods" comes from: is the machine they lowered the actor down on. I see. Uh, but it is now a I reference see. in plays and films and television. In I which, will put in that. In order to conclude, they put in some stupid outside force device instead of the characters properly getting themselves out of the situation. Instead of the plot. Being well written, someone comes up with some crappy. Oh well, what, what if this just fucking magically happens? It's like Magnolia when all like this... a new hope, right? Well, right. Yeah, like R two D two is nothing in the whole movie Force Awakens. He's just a dosex magnate at the end to tell him where the fuck Luke is. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that's yes. a dosex magnate. He had no business being. Uh, in the the movie, end though. of the the third Matrix movie, the big machine god right. that. Neo talks to is credited as the Dosex Machina. I will store that in my useless bullshit information it's file. It's not useless bullshit. It's a very right. important term. In, no, well, in, in I film. understand it will never come up again. 
in any conversation that anyone ever has. We could sit here and we could literally spend an hour discussing films right. that make you The bottom line is because of their poor Superman the movie. Right. And I'm saying Christopher Superman having to decide between either save Lois Lane or stop the bombs and he stops the bombs Lois Lane dies and then he spins around the fucking earth back right. to make it go backwards right. so that he can bring her back to life. It's right. a dose ex machina. It's a bullshit ending to the film. I will agree it's that it's lame device. but it's definitely not the worst example no, it is not the in worst. cinematic history. Okay. Thank you very much. That is Pat. still the greatest superhero movie ever made. I think. Uh, I think Superman the movie is it's, it's so it's so simple and pure. It actually it doesn't it's a have, really good movie. It's not complicated. It's not weighted down with a lot of external crap and backstory nonsense that you don't really need. External, it just shows half the movie is backstory. Right, but yeah, they, but they it's give not you it's, they, childhood what, and backstory. What he, what he means is they give you silly. only what you need. Yeah. They give it you, okay, they okay. give you exactly uh, what you need from yes. start to finish. I of think all it's the a films that do the origin story of a superhero, it is the, it it's is the best. best. It is the well, best. I don't know if it's the best, but it's definitely the the quintessential Right. Okay, quintessential would be the right way to put it. Cornerstone of Superhero. I mean, it's movies. better than it's better than Batman with Michael Keaton, where they Remember had the when little we like, those were good? "You made me," and then he goes, "You made me first. and you killed my parents. What? Huh. <laughs> what are you talking about? I made you. You made me first. Hey, bad brain. I mean, I was a kid when I killed your parents. I mean, I say I made you. You gotta say you made me. And how childish can you get? Huh? You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses on, would you? Huh? It's kind of like a couple of Do you remember whining. when we thought those movies were good? Which ones? And then Batman? Christopher Nolan the decided to make Batman, Batman movies. You you made that comment just, before, but I just have no. I just I would sit here and discuss every Christopher movies. Nolan movie except the three Batman. They're different movies. movies. And I would have a great time. About not? Talking about they're just different the movies. Well, they're very different movies. You know, very I would I would consider different directors. I would not consider the three Nolan. Batman movies to be comic book movies. I would just consider them to be movies that happen to be about comic book characters. Whereas the old Batman movies with Michael Keaton and, uh, you know, what's Looks his name like and what's books. his name are comic book movies. Right. In the way that the new Marvel series are comic book movies. Speaking of which, I just saw, well, I didn't watch all of it, to be honest, because <laughs> I was uh, getting ready for work, but Jamie was watching it, uh, Black Panther. She was watching Black Panther. I haven't the other seen day, yet. And I was watching lots of it, bits of it here and there. But uh, it was pretty good. I mean, uh, I did not see the, the new Avengers Infinity Wars, but I did, did not you? see Black Panther, which was, you know, the movie I should have uh, saw. Did everybody that. die in Infinity War? Um, <laughs> how long has the movie been out? <laughs> not long enough. Not oh, long come enough. on, man. Really? Nah, nah, whatever. Uh, I don't fucking care. Okay. I don't care. It's like. Okay, half of... You could sit here and tell the entire plot. It wouldn't affect my opinion. Half of everybody in the universe is dead. Nice. Well, that's the including of, half... Thanos? Thanos, yeah. Yeah, that's including the premise half, of his character. Right. <laughs> that's his existence. But uh, including half the superheroes. And the one that really got me was... Uh, Nick Fury. No. Well, at the end, because he got he goes, to say half of motherfucker. Right, he goes, mother... And then he, you know, floats off into the abyss. But Spider Man. There it is. That was the big you know, that was the big the Spider Man got me. Yeah. Yeah. Spider Man dies? Well see this is the That's thing. That's a gimme. They had to get him. No, this is very this is very simple. One of the stones is a time stone that Doctor Strange had and it alters time. Okay. So all these people are coming back. There's already another Spider Man movie in production. 
You know, they're really not trying to keep it a secret. Okay. It was kind of like, as they start offing people, though, it was, it was kind of cool. Yeah. But All right. So, you know, we have to do our trivia segment. My trivia schmivia. Trivia schmivia. Okay, what's your trivia schmivia okay. today? How many movies, and in what were the movies, uh-huh. that Gina Davis and, uh, I just blanked on his name. <laughs> Goldblum? <laughs> yeah, Jeff Goldblum make together. I got this. And you know, I might understand, I didn't realize this, I guess, until recently. I guess they were actually married at the time yes. when they were making yeah. these movies. How well, many movies they did they make together? And can you name the... Name them. Well, wait a minute. Gina Davis and Jeff Goldblum? Yes. How many movies not, did they make together? It's, uh, who is it in Beetlejuice, though? That's not Jeff Goldblum. That's uh, fucking mm, Baldwin, isn't nope. it? You're actually Al- right. A, it's Alec, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. So not, not Beetlejuice. Gina Davis and Jeff Goldblum. I'm going to say, are they, is, f- that, is it four movies? Is, close. Are they in Into Very the close. Night? Is that Into the Night? That's Goldblum and who? Into the Night. How many, movie, like how many movies is it? Let's see if I can name them. Three. It's three movies. The Fly. Yep. Earth Curls Are Easy. Yep. Oh, that's right. Matt could make Valerie feel... Very, very good. Wait a minute. Are you, like, coming on to me? Is this a pass? Because, I mean, if it is, sex is, like, totally out of the question. What is sex? Sex? You know, making love? Uh, A man and a woman like each other, and they take their clothes off, and... Okay. Well, no, 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 no. We we can't, no, because, I mean, me and Ted are... are, uh, well, I guess we're not, but I mean, uh, uh, we can't because, I mean, you're, you're an alien and I'm from the valley and uh, we may not even be, you know, anatomically correct for each other. That could be a real problem. No problem. And? And? Son of a bitch. That's what uh, I was trying to think of. What was in, it's not Into the Night then. I'm trying to think of who's in Into the Night with him. Is it... Uh, it's not five herbs. That's the fly was the herbs. second, and Earth Girls Are Easy was the third. But the first one. You're going to have to tell Pennsylvania me. Pennsylvania 6 5 Oh, got it. Attaboy. <laughs> Dang. All right. Trivia Schmivia. All right. But wasn't the whole premise of your trivia Schmivia to not know the exactly. no, it's actually No, it's cooler that he knows the answer. I know the answer. It's just if we don't. It if makes you guys, me feel smarter. That if you he guys can't figure it out, when it's just like, who cares? <laughs> right. Well, you know, people, there's, there's, you know, we're recording why, this for a reason. See, now, when I think back to the fly, I mean, there were some pretty intense sex scenes in that movie, but I guess they were married, so I think they were really kind of going at it. They're probably really doing it. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Why not? There's yeah, actually some like, there's, you, dude, there's some rumors like on s- some of these scenes that have been shot that you know that they were really having sex. Yeah, and some of them were confirmed. I I don't have specifics in front oh, of me, but well, fucking, you know. Um, Brown Bunny. I don't even know what that he is. He basically cast her because he's like, how can I get Chloe Savini to suck my dick? I know. Oh, I'll write a movie. Where she sucks my dick. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> uh, what's very, his name? Very interesting. The other one was the something yeah, in Buffalo. Buffalo 66. Buffalo 66. With, uh, and then he kind of went. He was with. Um, faded into obscurity. Uh, you brought up Tim Burton earlier. We were yes, talking about yeah. Beetlejuice. They're making another one of those. Did you guys hear about that? Another Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice? Yeah, another Beetlejuice. Really? Yeah. Well, I think his peak is Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It's probably going to be Winona Ryder, yeah. and then that'll be it. I don't think anybody else is involved, but you know. yeah. And then, well, no. Um, yeah. Oh, fuck's his name? I just forgot. Johnny it. fucking Depp. Johnny Depp. Like a lot of Tim No. Uh, okay. uh, just brought his name up. Who played Beetlejuice? Uh, uh, Michael oh, Keaton. Michael yeah, Keaton. Son Batman. of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Batman. Yeah, he's going to do it. Okay, because oh. he did. Uh, was it Birdman? 
Birdman, yeah, that was so. It weird was actually movie. it wasn't it wasn't bad. I liked it. I didn't. I well, couldn't got all kinds finish of raves, it. It was but weird. I didn't see it, it was definitely weird, but weird movies are well, right up your alley. As I was watching yeah. the movie, I started to realize sure. that it's one of those one take movies. Well, they they shoot a scene for like ten minutes, as much film as they can get, well, it's, well, and then they do. They the don't next have scene. film reels these days. It's all digital. There's no. It's not rope. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Well, no, what I'm saying is it's all digitally edited to make it look as if it's one continuous take. It really isn't one continuous take. You don't think so? Oh, fuck no. Why not? What about um, Children of Men? Have you seen Children of Men? I have. I love the scene where uh, the guy, the rich guy, and he's got the uh, Pink Floyd pig balloon out back. I love that scene. (laughs) uh, No, Rope Rope is a film that is shot in 10 minutes. And Is it one or two edits in that whole movie? Other, other than the 10 minute transitions. I think there's like one slight edit in the movie. They, they I know there's a do. shot where it cuts from one person's face to another yeah. person's face. But yeah, Rope, classic Hitchcock film. He, they shot it on 10 minute film. So notes. you've not seen Children of Men though? No. I mean, that's not, that was, I don't know, kind of a little before digital. I mean, it was around, I guess, with digital. That movie's kind of old now. Around with, the, do you have no concept of how long they've been using digital yeah, filmmaking? I, I mean, it predates Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's true. Okay. But yeah, Children of Men was just like a lot of long, continuous shots. And they're pretty uh, pretty intense because, I mean, there's a oh, lot no, of action. It's supposed to be a fantastic film. It's just not one I've seen. It's not, I'm, I, would, I would probably recommend it having not even seen it based on everything I've heard of it. It's good. I mean, it's not great, but it's good. Okay. Um, but, the, uh, the one that's a similar kind of dystopian premise is uh, Book of Eli, which I would not recommend. No, I've not seen that, Book of Eli. Uh, is, is that Actually, one? that is a very, very, very good movie. No, it's not. It is. <laughs> no, it's not. Because argue about the, this the, big, the big um, conceit the big of the film, that, that's the big reveal at the end, doesn't hold up on a rewatch. You rewatch that film, it does not freaking hold okay, up. Okay, well, pretend that there isn't a big reveal at the end where you can really see. Okay. okay. <laughs> anyway, my, <laughs> no, that's my point. Is, is Bruce Willis was alive the whole movie? Yes, oh. imagine. Yeah. So anyway, my point is, <laughs> Rose, Rosebud is a is a is a broom. Um, anyway, <laughs> fucking, I cracked myself up. No, but I mean, no, because it's just even without the twist, the twist is what's supposed to make it amazing. Without the twist, it's a bad movie, and then the twist doesn't. It's like the conversation. Yeah. Um, Gene Hackman, uh-huh. fucking early 70s, Francis right. Ford Coppola film. Um, it's based on the premise that you hear something, but at the end of the movie, you hear it differently. Because yeah, you it's see, recorded differently. Because it's actually a different audio this recording. Like the because in the early, in, when the film came out in like, what, 73, there's not an expectation that people are on home video and rewinding it. And like, so when the guy has a, the inflection on a different word, right. suddenly it has a whole new meaning. Because she says. But it is actually a different recording with the guy putting says, the inflection on a different word. He'd kill us so if he got up. the chance. He'd kill us if he got but the chance. But at the end of the movie, he's, she he'd says kill he'll us. kill us. Yeah. The inflection is on the us and, at the and, end. Yeah, so it's it's a great film I wanted once. To, uh, I wanted to do an episode and bring that clip in and, and play it. He'd kill us if he got the chance. Well, I'm saying the conversation is a film I would highly recommend you well, see one time. 
It is a brilliant film uh, that's on true. one that's viewing. True. One on repeat viewing. viewing, it won't hold up for you. But it is therefore, it is only because of the conversation that I have anything positive to say about uh, Enemy of the State. Wow. The Will Smith film. Which is also a good movie. Uh, no, it's a Tony Scott directed film. Okay. Yeah. That automatically means it's shit. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tony Scott wow. and Michael Bay. Wow. Hold on. Real quick. Michael Bay, whom I despise. Michael Bay is rad until he started making Transformers movies. Uh, no. Um, all, yeah, Con Michael, Air is a good movie. Here's the thing. The, like difference, the difference between Tony Scott movies and Michael Bay movies is that Tony Scott movies all start out with a very interesting premise that really hooks you in, and then they just turn into gunfights, car chases, and explosions. Whereas a Michael Bay oh, movie bummer. is just car chases, gunfights, and explosions with no premise whatsoever. It's just throw shit at people and call it <laughs> entertainment. You don't like Con Air? I, no. Really? That, that movie is almost a parody of itself. That's yeah. a great it's, film, though. It's a, it's a horrible movie film. Is so much I mean, fun. no, it's not going to win awards, it's but it's very entertaining. What are what's the point of Dude, movies? Like everybody to be entertained. This is, is the whole movie. thing I talk. Are you we, not entertained? We were just having a similar conversation about music, and we were talking about the difference between what I call selling out and what you call cashing the in. The shitty Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I am against selling out. I am against the idea of watering down your art in order to make something that is mass appealing. Anything that has mass appeal, practically by definition, is therefore not truly art. If art you is supposed to cause conflict. Art is supposed right. to not be if liked by all people. If you paint murals for See, a living no. and then someone hires you to paint their house one color, did you sell out? You painted out. I don't know. Answer the hold fucking on, hold, question. Hold yes or no? If, um, Yes. You, you paint murals for a living. I hire you to paint my house white. Right. Are you selling out? Absolutely. Why? Because I'm doing it just for the money. What if I hire There's you to no, sweep oh, my floor? Hold on, hold on. Okay. I, I, let me adjust your premise in order for it to, to be a valid oh, statement. okay, yeah, yeah. Let's if change I, what you're saying to line up with on, what I'm saying so that me, I don't look like such a dude. No, no. Let me say If you pay me to paint your house white so that you can claim to people it was painted by that great artist so-and-so, because I'm the one who painted Banksy. it for you. Then I am now selling out, yes. Because all I did is fucking paint your house white. But if you, the reason you had me paint your house white is because I'm the famous mural painter. And so you paid me a bunch of money to paint it so that you could claim it was painted one color white by this famous artist, then I have fucking sold out. That's actually called cashing in. That's the same thing. No, it's not. No. If, <laughs> if you pay me to paint your house white, just because you need your house painted white, I'm just doing a job. I'm doing a service. But if I'm painting your house white so that you can make a claim that it's a great piece of art because I am the guy who did it, then that's fucking selling out. I'm whoring out my name to go on that house. Well, you're implying that whoring is not a reputable profession. Correct. Okay. It's the oldest profession, but certainly not reputable. Okay. If you say This is what I was thinking. Okay, like... Can a movie be objectively good? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I think we had this and, conversation and, a couple weeks ago. I know. Wait. So I mean, well, what I was can thinking it be objectively was, good? Yes. Yeah. And what what I was thinking was, you know, Is that in the whole or, question, not, not objective and well, subjective, or what are you saying? No, I'm, I'm saying like, you know, a movie. In order for a movie to be really good, it has to have mass appeal. No, no, no. Movie. My entire point is, if for a movie to be good, it can't have mass appeal. It can't that's have my that's, whole point. That's not true the, at all the, either. No. The, the no, wider no, the appeal of it, the less good uh, it objectively is. It is. I'm that's saying, no, I get what you're saying. A movie can be extremely popular and still the, be good. The more a film is subjectively popular, the less objectively good it is. Okay, Pat, I'll answer your question. Of course, a film can be objectively good because there are things that are good. 
in the world whether you think they're good or not. It's like absolute truth. Yes. There's things that are true whether anyone believes them or not. Absolutely. Sure. 100% agreement on right. that. So, so, of course, so what I was thinking, uh, well, yet. I mean, you know, movies like Citizen Kane get put at the top of the list a lot of times. I don't know why. <laughs> see, I really see, don't. It is objectively good. Uh, okay. But maybe. Does, but I, I don't, I don't the believe that. The fact that it, it's at the top of everybody's list now mean that it has mass appeal and now therefore. No. No, because it, it certainly still doesn't have mass appeal. If they ran it on TV tomorrow, no one would watch. Not true. You don't think so? It well, gets played on like. Some people would watch it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not going to be a ratings bomb. It doesn't have mass appeal. You don't think so? Hell no. No, I'm just, I'm just asking you. I don't know anybody under the age of 30 who's seen it. <laughs> and I know very few people under the age of 30 so, who even know what the fuck Citizen Kane is not about. a movie that blows you out of the water. So what about, like, think about this, like, Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. Okay. Is That's that, a... like, the greatest movie ever made or something? No, not, not even close, but it's a good film. It's objectively a good film. I mean, when it you think about the scope of art, but and it is the a scale good film. of what they did to make that movie. Uh-huh. Well, it's because it's that f- kind of... It's because of the it to be like right. the, one of the greatest movies ever made, but then yet it has such huge mass appeal, so therefore it's not the greatest movie. I would agree well, with you, I, and I would say, yeah, but just, it doesn't I'm not saying I'm not trying well. to use your argument not, against you. No, no, I'm just trying I'm saying, to sort it out. Well, I understand what you're trying to do, but I'm not stating it as a cause and effect relationship. I'm not saying because it's popular, it is therefore bad. That's not right. what I'm saying. Because there are certainly flukes. There are flukes where something that is objectively artfully really you know quirky and good but somehow became popular and people look back and go how did that movie ever become popular uh, um, pulp fiction a pulp fiction would be an example yeah. of something that is right. objectively good artistically um, a good film and was also a commercial but success. somehow was commercially successful right. as well and that is an unusual fluke okay because, so i'm not saying it's a cause Empire and effect relationship back. Empire Strikes Back, yeah. I mean, that movie's immensely popular. Um, it was a huge hit more. at the box office. Hmm? I'm sure there's more what? examples of... Oh, Are you calling The Empire Strikes Back a work of fun? Did you say arts? umpire? I yes, swear of he, course I, I am. I swear he just said Umpire Strikes Back. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Steve right. I want to, I want to rewind what, that. What did The Empire Strikes Back <laughs> yeah, he just do? Said it again. The, he just uh, said umpire. Yeah, he did. Empire. You did. You said umpire. I twice. swear he said umpire I think again. he's just having a stroke. It's fine. It'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> what about The Empire Strikes Back is yeah. groundbreaking, innovative, different, and artistic, and makes you think outside of what your reality was prior to seeing it? Did he just ask that? Is that well, a serious no, I mean, fucking no, question right now? That no, is a serious fucking question. Are you serious? Isn't the movie There's kind of about backwards? that film that challenges your worldview and makes you change who you are. Therefore, it well, is not art. It's just a great film. No, I think a lot of the stuff that Yoda is saying, a lot of the, I don't know what you want to call it, Buddhist crap... Right, his Buddhist crap that is great stuff is thousands of years old. Okay. So you're trying to tell but me that if what it doesn't this? evoke don't like, you think, change in the world, it's not a good movie? Is that don't you think Empire's kind of in No, reverse? not in the world, in you individually. Yes, that changed my life forever, thank you. Doesn't the movie start with the climax, the big gunfight that we would expect in a movie Right. on Hoth? It kind of goes in reverse, the movie. Well, Don't well, you think yeah. that? Well, and Jedi starts with a big battle as well. Sure. Uh, the opening, sure. Oh, the opening to Star Wars briefly has a big battle. Every yeah. Star Wars movie right. starts with a space scene. Right. Right. But I'm just saying the movie, te- the what what you would think would have been the end of the movie, the big fight on Hoth is actually at the beginning of the movie. Uh, so okay. I mean, I mean in, even, in ways even I feel the like the Jabba's Palace thing 
or the right. sail barge scene. That's what I was saying. You know, that movie is packed with shit like that throughout the whole thing. Yeah. I'm just saying that in some ways, Empire is kind of in reverse, which, you know, I'm not saying that that's groundbreaking. Well, it's the middle of but a trilogy. Is, that's, yeah. That tends yeah. to be how trilogies work. I'm just saying that it's a little yes, bit different. Yes, that movie changed my life forever. Okay. All right. Uh, my argument holds no water whatsoever. Absolutely not. There's no such thing as selling out. If you're scoring at home, so it is. We're just talking about random shit today. Okay. <laughs> Well, Roland started with a minus five when he walked in the door, just so everybody knows on the scorecard. Memorable movie experiences. Do you guys have any? Because I was thinking. (laughs) Yes. You got it. You got to. Well, I mean, we already told the story about uh, Fargo and all that. Oh, no. Are you talking about like (laughs) accentuating things that happen? Like, so, for example, I went and saw um, I went and saw um, Urban Legends. Back in like 2000 or something, some stupid horror movie. You ever seen it? Heard yeah, of it? Well, there was no S, but yes, I'm aware of the film. Urban Legend. Where the, where the kid drinks the so, Pop Rocks and Coke and and and, and pops it it's, it's yeah. been a long time. Yeah. Anyway, so we're watching the movie, and of course, you know, you don't know who the killer is. The killer wears like this heavy coat with the hood up, and then you get to the end of the movie, and you get the big reveal, like you know, the you see who the killer is. We're sitting in the theater watching the movie, and then all of a sudden, this lady down in front, really loud, is like. It was that bitch? I'm sorry, but I can't understand a thing you're saying, doll. You're fucking crazy. Yeah. I guess you could say I'm a little nutty. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, it really made the movie. I mean, it was not the greatest movie, but it was just so funny because the big reveal comes and she was just completely shocked about who it was. was No, I didn't know you were referring to that. I thought you were like, you know, movie going experiences that had to do with like just the movie. Like when I saw Stand By Me in the theater. Yeah, you that saw was, that in the theater? Yeah. Really? Oh, nice. I didn't. Uh, and was it, it was just, the contest made you throw up? No, I mean, <laughs> just the whole movie is just like such, I mean, it's such a good film. Oh, it is. It's fantastic. And just a wide range of emotions involved in, you know. Yeah. It's a good movie. No, I was just thinking of things that happen in movie theaters, you know. No, so here's another one. Oh, it's got one of my favorite lines. Yeah. What, are you going to kill all of us? No, no ways. Just you. Nobody's taking it. Come on, kid, just give me the gun before you take your foot off. You ain't got the sack to shoot a woodchuck. Nubes. I'll kill you, I swear to God. Come on, Lachance, give me the gun. You must have at least some of your brother's good sense. Suck my fat one, you cheap dime store hood. What are you going to do, shoot us all? No ways. Just you. Just you. One of the most chilling lines ever. And, and, and this is the thing. Um, what's his name who directed it? I'm blanking. Spinal Tap and Jim all that. Jarvis? No. Who the heck's Jim Jarvis? Meathead? Yeah, meathead. meathead. Anyway, fucking, um, he told Kiefer Sutherland to basically go method, um, to be a complete asshole to those kids, to Will Wheaton. Yeah, he was always like that on that, set, that I guess. On set, he was, he was a bully to them on and off All camera, the time, just, yeah. So that they were legitimately frightened of him <laughs> on screen. They yeah. were just legitimately frightened of him, and it, and it worked great, that movie. And when Will Wheaton just stands up to him in that scene, and he's like, what do you, shoot all of us? No ways. Just you. It's <laughs> a fucking great right. line. right. No, I, <coughs> it's like that scene in Tombstone. <coughs> yeah, I'm your where Huckleberry. He's, no, where he's got uh, <laughs> Tombstone. He's got one movie. of them in the street, and the rest of them are 
trying to kick his ass, and what does he say? He says, your friends may get me in a rush, but not before I turn your head into a canoe. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> but no, I, I mean, I, I was already thinking about things to talk about. That's why I was thinking this up. Like, here's another example. Roland's going to remember this probably better than me. So we were like six or well, something watching. No, we were watching the Jungle Book in the theater, oh. having a grand old time. I was back in the old no, days. No, the Jungle when Book the, was fine. We got through the it, entire film, we, the Jungle Book, was just it Zorro fine. But or it was something? a double feature of some random Zorro. Digi- so, Disney. So you know Zorro the film. old theaters with the seats that always were up until you sat right. on them. So I'm jumping up and down in like crazy. This fight scene in a the Zorro seats movie. flipping up and down yeah. like like and crazy. Hand, and I don't know why. My hand was. Why on did you put your hand? No, my hand was just on the armrest and it kind of slipped. It slipped then, off the armrest and got pinned, pinned under your seat, like upside down, and split my finger. I have this massive smiley face scar on my finger, um, and where if you look at it from the right angle, it's a perfectly straight line yeah. right to the bone. And everyone in the theater knew there was something wrong with the kid in row 20. Um, my, so my, dad, and my dad, who's the cheapest bastard in the world, takes it. Was the, it and this was God, the cheap so 99 cent theater, too. Yeah. This was not like a first run film. This is like He the went and got a bunch theater. of napkins from we, the concession I'm stand and there, wrapped it up. Literally, he like wrapped my arm, had, my, had me hold my hand up to my shoulder so it was above my heart, you know, so there was less bleeding. He had it wrapped in like a six inch thick paper towels and we went back and watched the rest of the fucking movie yeah i think we left though at some point no we? we watched the rest of the if movie and so. then See, we went he, to the doctor to give me seven it. stitches well yeah, yeah he wanted a 75 cents worth that's right, that's right. it was like a 99 it was like a double feature for the 99 cents we're not walking out of this <laughs> listening to roland tell stories reminds me of this <laughs> now here's another story that's really our theme that's really you, uh, please, blind please mice this. you know, there's the, the Lakewood Theater over here. Before they remodeled it back in the 90s, they had the big number one screen, and it had the curtain that was in front of the well, screen. it still has the big screen. And when you would go to see the movie, and then the lights would dim, and then the curtain would open on the screen. Yeah, it was, it was like all a, kind of dramatic like and everything. Like you were in a, like a, a and, live you know, And you'd watch the movie. So anyways, I saw Seven in that theater. Yeah. And to get to the end of the movie, you know, where he turns himself in, and then, you know, he tells the lawyer that it'll take him out to some remote location if uh, blah, blah. You remember all that? And so we get to the climax where they're climbing into the police car, the three of them, and then the helicopter takes off. And all of a sudden, the lights went up and the curtain closed on the screen like the movie was over. And everyone is like sitting there like, what the hell? And finally, after like a minute, I went out to like the uh, concessions or whatever. And I was like, hey, you know, the movie stopped. <laughs> and I mean, it was weird because I don't remember that. Was I there? No, you weren't there. Okay. I it was. I saw that movie by myself. Okay, as I recall. But it was just so sexy, weird. Sexy I mean, dude, it kind of it kind of like <laughs> kind of killed the mood somewhat. But then when we the movie started back up, kind of got back into the mood with like the car ride and all that, where he's talking in the back seat. You know, Messiah, you're a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was such a weird experience. And it and it could have just like completely have killed the movie, but but somehow it didn't. didn't cause it's that yeah. kind of you guys know what comes out on Thursday, right? The Han Solo movie. The what? The Han Solo movie. <laughs> oh, the Han Solo. The much awaited. Oh. Okay. Han Solo uh, movie. Fuck uh, both uh, you guys, man. No, I swear fucking, to God. Are you kidding? That's a movie fucking awesome. I've talked about this every one of, week. One of us is not as on one of us is more interested in the others, and one of us is clearly less interested in the others. One of us. I has fall in the middle. Darth Vader tattoos, and two of us. So, don't. 
He has a Scooby Doo tattoo. Kind of, any kind of movie going experiences like that? <laughs> Anything like that? No. Well, I mocked him then too. Getting a Scooby Doo tattoo. I'll, I'll mock him now okay. again. Oh, anyway, that's a reminder. Scooby Doo right there. Yeah, <laughs> need to go over that again, there, buddy. <laughs> no, I don't no have any tattoos. I just have scars. That one. I got this one here. I'm a lip from a grandma's chihuahua. You got one somewhere else too, don't you? I, I, and I have sir, that one. <laughs> Which one are you referring to? Uh, this is the one from uh, my this daughter's probably isn't a conversation uh, drunk for the and air. high ex-boyfriend who jumped me with a knife. Let's not get into family stuff on the radio, please. <laughs> just I'm just pointing out the multiple scars. This is from the pepperoni slicer at me and Ed's Pizza. So uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to keep us on topic here. Nothing. You guys got nothing when you went to a movie. Nothing no, weird ever I happened mean, like that. Oh, this one. No. This one's from my first college no. roommate's butterfly. Not that I can think of. So, and here's another one then. Lots of scars. Since you guys don't seem to have any. <laughs> I went and saw. Well, we talked about fucking Superman three and the I chick go, going. Damn, oh, there's yeah. diamonds there's in the coal. I go to the fucking no, movies. No, I watch the movie. Thing. I fucking leave. I, there's not a lot but of no, but weird happens. Weird not usually. A, like, you don't get like rowdy kids okay, in the me, back. Well, yeah, but let me give you another one. When we went and saw batteries not included, like the lowest point in Spielberg's career. Um, you and I, it was like, there was like four of our friends, we're all in our teens. Okay, whatever. The point is, it's almost a parody of a bunch of other Spielberg Sure. And you and I and several of our friends friends when we were teens went to that movie as a group and we spent the whole movie like Like, out loud in the theater. Anytime some scene reminded (laughs) us of some other Spielberg movie. Oh, this is the part where he leaves out the Reese's Pieces. And when somebody else, you're wrong movie. And like through the whole fucking movie, we heckled it. That's right, we did. Yeah, we heckled that. the fuck out of batteries not included. You were like the two guys on the duck from no, that was, one show. There was like six of us. Yeah. And we spent the whole movie, like one, some person would point out this scene was exactly some other scene from some other Spielberg movie. That's right. And one of the other people would yell, wrong movie, like through the whole fucking movie we heckled it. That's right, I forgot a lot about um, that. So no, that's the kind I went of thing saw, you're um, I saw Little Man Tate years ago. Because he was obsessed with Jodie Foster. That was Jodie Foster's first movie she directed. What do you mean was? What? <laughs> was obsessed? And so when the movie was over and the lights, you know, went up or whatever, like about 80% of the audience stood up and clapped at that movie, gave it a standing ovation. I'd never seen that at a movie theater before. Really? I haven't either. Well, you know, I did see a movie where there was, what the fuck was that? Where there was a standing ovation. I have not seen a standing ovation. I've I've seen movies where like when the villain dies or something and and, like people. Everybody claps. Everybody claps. I've definitely seen that happen in multiple movies. But this was at the end of the movie, like about 80. But you know, that was back. I never. It was mostly older people. I mean, I was like probably about 20 at the time. Well, also because that's. there was probably a lot of 40 year old people. Yeah. Well, the movie was geared to an older audience. And they stood up and did a standing ovation. Well, actually every time I've seen a Star Wars movie in the theater, there is a large round of applause at the end. Regardless of how shitty the movie yeah. actually Oh, was. I usually hear yeah. the round of applause right when the Star Wars logo comes yeah. out. The well, yeah, everybody. It's like 20th Century Fox, People Lucas see film, Lucasfilm. And then and it's then, a Star Wars and everyone just blows right, up. Right, but at the end of the movie, there's always clapping and yeah. celebration. Yeah. I want to um, say at the end of Fellowship, of, or not Fellowship. Um, Return of the King? Return of the Which King. Ending? Which ending? It has like ending. five. The theatrical <laughs> ending. I'm just saying that. The theatrical, I'm saying when the I film saw, has... Return it's of the like, King oh, in the no, theater. It's not over. There's one more. There was, a big, oh, yeah. there was a big round of applause at the end of that movie when uh, when the credits started. I don't. Uh, well, they jammed like jammed like ten chapters into like twenty minutes <laughs> at the end of that thing. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, that is actually completely inaccurate. They actually yeah. cut three cut. chapters out. Yeah. 
they they take a couple of cha- they couple, take a couple of scenes in the book and drag them out in slow mo is what they do right. in that movie. The, the, the eagles right. swooping along in slow mo. So I think you were going to say Oda something like, up and everyone in slow-mo. regarding. I don't know. When I was talking about the standing ovation, you were going to mention. Oh yeah, I don't remember what movie uh-huh. it was, but I do remember seeing something. I think it was. I can't think of the name of it right now, but Robert Williams, Robert De Niro, when Robin Williams, yeah, Robert De Niro, yeah. when he oh. was uh, Robert De Niro was the oh yeah. the clown thing, uh, no, 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 Sit down! This is your final warning, Anderson. How dare you? Do you hear me? Oh, Captain, my captain. Mr. Overstreet, I warn you. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. All of you. I want you seated. Sit down. Um, oh, Captain, my captain, what's the name of that movie? Oh, Dead Poets Society. Yeah, that one. I think there was a standing ovation on that, that one, too. Who directed that? Yeah. Oh, uh, Gus Van Sant or something like that. No, no, no. No? No. It could be. We're going to bet on no, that? No. Because I'm, I'm that. thinking of the guy's name, and I can't. I just fucked it. It's not Gus Van Sant. How much you guys got on this? Um, anyway. I'll take blood, two to one on wrong. Two quarts of blood. The, the guy who did the Shot for Shot remake of Psycho. And the guy who did what is it? Feeling Minnesota. This is not the guy who did Dead Poets Society. And I, I know the guy's name. He's done several other movies, and it's blanking on it. What's the one with Jeff Bridges? Fearless. Oh yeah, that. I movie. believe it's the same. What guy. was the question? Who directed uh, Dead Poets Society? How many? Okay, Google. Okay, Google. Free plug for Google. Like they need that. And um, your answer Google. is. <laughs> He's already there. Peter Weir. Thank you, Peter Weir. And correct me if I'm not. If I'm. Hey, Google. Peter Weir also directed Fearless hey, with Jeff Bridges. Hey, Ethan Hawke was in that movie. Yes, it's Ethan Hawke's like first it's been big a long film. time since hey, I've seen that Google. movie. Oh yeah, no, Ethan Hawke is the main fucking character. Kurtwood Kurt Smith. I like Kurtwood Smith. Is 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 the oh, father hey, here you of? Go. There's a. It's a great cast. Remember we were talking about um, Michael Ironside. Yeah. And uh, Clancy Brown. Reginald Ironside, known as Michael Ironside, is a Canadian actor. What? Wow, this works too good. Anyway, Peter Weir direct. Have you ever seen Fearless? Jeff Bridges. Yes. It starts at a plane crash in a cornfield, and, and everyone is like, and he, he survives a plane crash. And as a result, he, he has no fear of anything. You, there's a scene where he like walks across a busy freeway and, and all the cars whip by him honking horns. But he's I can't recall. Um, it's a fantastic film. Are you having that mellow yellow imported from Ohio or something? Where the fuck are you getting that? Um, I get it at the Target. Well, uh, Target? Really? Yeah. Is that like real mellow yellow? So Stater, or is yeah, that Stater like a, Brothers carries oh, it. Oh, no, it's real. You, you, you're finding it more and more on the West Coast. It's real. You know, it's so, like yeah. In-N-Out's in Texas. Right, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we were talking about Clancy Brown and. Uh, uh, I don't know Michael what you're referring Ironside. to, though, Michael, because there are no drinks in the studio. Well, no. That's an empty can that you're seeing from across the room that's nowhere near the mixing console. Look, my name's on the fucking paperwork here, dude. I'll have whatever is on this fucking table that I want. <laughs> and that is a Mel Yellow Anyways. can. 
we were talking about Michael Ironside and Clancy Brown being in movies, and right. you know, always kind of character actors who, yeah. who who bring a lot. And what movie were they both in? Ooh, Michael Ironside, Clancy Brown in a movie. In a movie together. Can I ask Karen? Can, no, that'd be cheating. The whole point of the. Anyways, the answer is Starship Troopers. You ever seen Starship oh, yeah, yeah, Troopers? Yeah. Clancy Brown's in that, but um, um, Michael Ironside's in that. He is. Yep. Oh yeah, he is. You're right. Okay, okay. That movie's that movie's a lot of fun. That movie is a lot of fun. It's um, it it's, it's based a nice... on a book that's a, a basically a parody of the Cold War. Right. Um, it's a fun movie that is a nice little kind of commentary on. Who's the who's, military who's, and is, things it's not like Doogie Howser. Is Doogie Howser in that? Yeah, Doogie Howser. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's um that's an enjoyable film. Um, Are we still referring to him as Doogie Howser? I, I was trying to think of his Do, name. Does, he he doesn't have enough of a body of work. Nope. He's about <laughs> to not be Doogie Howser. Nope. <laughs> no, he quit being. No, no, hold on. I was doing that in the same way I was trying to remember Meathead's name earlier. You said Meathead. The right. guys, Rob Reiner has done enough right. films that he, the Meathead should be far behind him. But you <laughs> use that as a reference to try to jog my I memory. Think of, okay, I get right. It. And yeah. I was trying to jog right. my memory on his name. Yes, I think Neil Patrick Harris successfully left Doogie Howser behind when he was snorting cocaine off the ass of a hooker uh, sticking out of the sunroof of a limo in Harold and Kumar. Uh, go to White Castle. I don't think that that got him out, out of that for sure. If, you, if you've never seen him, I can't even say it now. I know, because you were hanging out of a limo. Banging the table. With Neil Patrick Harris, <laughs> and now you can't speak. But uh, yeah, that movie, he is hilarious in that movie. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Yeah. Anyway, it's like, but you're such a good student. Why don't you know? You know, you, you'd make a great doctor. Why do you, you know, well, if I had a 12-inch dick, does it mean I have to be a porn star? <laughs> mm, kind I of. think so. I think so, yeah. I, I think know. you have a responsibility to the rest of humanity. <laughs> I was quoting the dialogue to of the film. explore but, that. But you're you right. Know. I should be a porn star because I do have a 12-inch penis. Yeah, except it's not attached to your body. Well, I'm measuring from the taint and I'm using millimeters, but. <laughs> wow. See, this is why women never believe what men say. Because they, we say that six well, inches is twelve inches, and they're like, well, you're full that's of a shit. classic Roseanne Barr joke. Um, oh, whatever. Where she's like, um, I do believe that men are better at reading maps than women because she's talking about a road trip and being lost. She's like, but I do think men are better at reading maps than women because only the male mind understands one inch equals a mile. <laughs> but um. Okay. We're just kind of. That's our first reference to Rosanna Yeah, see, this is what happens when you today. don't have fucking a home base to. Are you to fucking call kidding? Home. We've pulled okay, off so 40 listen, minutes yeah, of this. Yeah, just you so, fucking running your mouth. And you running your mouth at me? Yeah, well, well, listen, I got an, I got is, an idea right. for another segment. Oh, yeah, well, you should okay. do that. Segment. We're doing this in segments now. Yeah, well, right. that's, a, you know, right. we, we like do segments in Like a centipede. Yeah, we'll have the news. The nightly news with Mac. No, I'm sorry, go ahead. What goes 99 thump, 99 thump, 99 thump? I don't know. Centipede with a wooden leg. You were saying? Okay, so this segment is uh, (laughs) you guys each think of three movies each. Three movies each. That you don't think I've seen. Okay, and then I have to think of just one movie that neither one of you have seen. Why do you get that advantage? Because he's seen a fucking lot, ton of movies no, more than us. No, it's harder for me because I only have to think of. I got to think of one movie that you two that both of us haven't seen. Okay. Haven't seen. Where we got to go with three six, movies you haven't. That means you guys are coming up with six movies to my one. <laughs> and three so movies. Ours is easier. Ours is harder. That you haven't it's seen. It's harder for me. What you have. Hmm. How do, how do we have to come up with six? You only come up with one, and somehow you think you have the harder job. 
Because I, I get your premise because you see okay, more movies. Than I us. could I could name ten movies that you guys haven't seen. I bet. Okay, is what I'm saying. All It'd right. be easy for me to name ten movies that neither one of you have seen. I bet. All right, fine. Um, and the point is. Oh wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me back up and understand your premise. Ten movies I haven't seen that you have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All you right. got to name three movies that you've seen that I've never seen. A film I've seen that you've never seen. Um, and, and and hold on. I mean, we've I discussed. I'm here. just going to go through like I'm thinking of all the westerns that I've watched, like over the years, because I'm kind of into that a little bit, or a lot there of the kung go. fu movies that I've seen that I know. Pat is surprised how many of that he's uh, seen. No, you know, like uh, you, Return of the Thirty Six Chambers. There you go. Now you, you know. got me there. <laughs> So, uh, Wagons West, which was a Western movie from the 50s that had Burt Lancaster in it. That's true. You've got... You know, there's... Come on, man. (laughs) How about about Crips and Crips 2? Did you see either of those? Crips, 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 Crips yeah, two it was. is a B. No, you you movie talked about it before. Or, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Crips Two is the worst movie ever made. C-R-Y-P-T-S. So yes, I thought that was Manos. The hands. Of yeah, Manos. no, that is not the worst. So I just named four movies that you've oh, never seen. Man, you got me. And you got me. Okay, Manos, the hands of fate. I, no, I, I want, I want right Roland to do saying, it now, though. Hold on, you're saying you've never actually seen? Manos How about Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo? Have I've you seen that? Seen it, but although, does not Ice T have a have a part in one of those? Oh, oh, Jean Claude Van Damme is a dancer. In, in the breaking movies. Oh, yeah. You gotta be shitting me. No, go back and look that shit up. I gotta ask him. Yeah. Um, I was yeah, just, you know, I was just trying to be anybody. cocky about this, you know. Well, I know. Well, I could tell. And, and you got knocked off your fucking horse well, real quick, on, didn't you? Hold on, hold on. No, so, no, 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 Ron, Ron, I mean, come on. No, I want you to burn Ron. Burn Ron. You've got name a movie I haven't seen. You've probably seen a movie that you haven't seen. cocky bastard. Come on. Have you ever seen the movie called Lagan? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Logan? Is that I've Logan? Never, except no. you don't know how to pronounce I've it. I've never seen a movie called Logan. Logan. I think I just logged onto my internet. Dude, I think I watched like three <laughs> movies on TV the other night that you've never seen. Do you get really? do you have cable? Yeah. Okay. I don't I believe in cable. I don't believe in paying cable. for television. I think it's the <laughs> stupidest thing ever. I mean I do have a Netflix, but it's like eleven bucks a month. I but don't, I don't I believe, believe in paying for television. <laughs> So I watch, like, broadcast TV, and there's, sure. like, you know, rabbit ears, old school, right? Yeah. There's, like, 60 fucking channels that you can get now. Yeah. It's not just, like, 2, 4, 7, and 13. Right. Anyway, 13 has, there's, like, five 13s now, so it's 13, right. 1, 13, 2. Yeah, so 13, they, they 4 play, like, is a channel called Movies. Yeah. And they all they do the is play, like, old, shitty fucking, st- I don't even know the name of it, because I wake up in the middle of the night, and it's on, and I watch it for an hour, but... Fucking Steve McQueen's in some fucking weird fucking jail. It's a black and white fucking movie. You know, he's fucking fighting with Burt Lancaster. I don't know what the fuck they're arguing about. I mean, there's a lot of movies that, like, you never would even think of. You're like, what the hell is this? That's right. And, you know. So, um, three movies I can come up with you haven't seen. Um, Have you seen Proof with Russell Crowe and Hugo Weaving? No, but. It's a great film. That's fine. Um, um, Manos the Hands of Fate. I saw like half of that. Okay, well, that'll but only uh, oh, not oh, really oh, technically. Hold on, the Funny Beast of Yucca Flats. It's on that same disc of bad. Oh, the bad Beast film. of Yucca Flats. Have you seen that one? Um, and 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 oh, what's the other maybe. one? Where Richard Keel plays like a a, a defrosted caveman. <laughs> um, and it's just like one word. It's like it's called like Ugh or something stupid like that. <laughs> is the name of the movie. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I have a whole disc of movies you haven't oh, seen. Oh, there's so many not, bad monster movies I've seen, seen too. You know? But I've seen a lot of bad monster movies. But, uh, have you I, seen the return of like the return of Swamp Thing? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I mean, you want to talk I, about? I, and we're know, better for that's it. A, that's some movie that I would see <laughs> that I'm, I've meant to see, like Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing is actually not yeah, a bad movie. I mean, it's a good concept. It's a DC comic book universe thing. But what's Galaxian? Oh, you've probably seen Galaxian with me when we saw that stupid movie, The Blue Star. It's like, can we ever have children? Yeah, they're in the catalog. You remember that stupid movie? Yeah. I think oh so. my god. Um, dude falling in love with a robot or whatever. Um, um, fuck. What else? I'm I'm trying to. Well, the problem with you and I, our childhoods lined up. There's not a lot either one of well, us. Well, I was the other. heavily influenced by. But uh, so it had to be something in my adult life. Have you seen Doctor Caligari? Like the 80s no. uh, thing by Rent Stream that I think is no. fantastic. I, I can't think of his real name. He, he directs the movie under his real name because it's one his of his... real name. Well, he's only he got a couple spooky. of quote-unquote art films um, that he uses his real name on. But he's a, an 80s porn director who, whose porn director name was Rince Dream. <laughs> and he has a whole catalog of porn films under the name Rince Dream. Of course he does. Well, I, this is stuff I found out later. I was introduced to this movie by a friend and thought it was brilliant. And then like... For years, I was like, "This looks like it was some student film. Like it was made on a mega low budget, um, you know." And then I looked it up to figure out who the fuck this guy is, and I was like, "Oh, he's a porn director that did a couple of art films, and this is one of them." But it's called Dr. Caligari. How can I be of assistance? You can begin by removing yourself from the Van Houten case, and then turning over her medical records to Dr. Aval. In the nine years that you've been experimenting on living, feeling brains, seventeen of your patients have been irreversibly warped. The premise is that the the villain, the main character, um, is the granddaughter of the Dr. Caligari from the 1919 German expressionist silent film called The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Um, and it's really funny because I was actually talking about this weird arty movie that I'd seen in my early 20s called Dr. Caligari with some guy. He's like, oh yeah, everybody's seen that. That's a classic surreal movie. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about some cheesy movie from the 80s. He's like, no, it's an old black... So it's like I'd never actually seen The Cabinet um, of Dr. Caligari. And yeah. then after being introduced to the movie The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, I then realized the opening credits to Dr. Caligari, as the credits are going by, are showing stills from the original black and white German expressionist film The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, which is a fantastic film. I consider that film to have the original twist ending. Like, if you've never seen it, it's like literally 1919 German silent film. Have um, you seen the... Uh, bizarre, surreal... And and the, it's got a twist ending. I have seen that. that. Yeah. Have you seen that, the old vampire movie? Nosferatu? Nosferatu, yeah. yeah. Right Nosferatu. Have you ever seen um, Shadow, Shadow of the, of the vampire, vampire with, with, with uh, William Defoe? William Defoe is great. That was a good movie, it's too. Willem, not William. Just so you know. Willem? Yeah. Um, uh, actually, the Wu Tang clan is responsible for my journey through kung fu movies. Yeah, I was well, really, I was really, I mean, like I saw a couple of Bruce Lee things, mm -hmm. and I was really not interested, like at all. Sure. And until then they, seen, they um, well, that's what I'm saying. That's right. that was kind of until the, Method I, Man told I me I came to, to the Cabin of Dr. Caligari through right. some bad porn right. director's film from the and then a, Jackie Chan film. helped too a oh, lot. God. You know, Dude. I'd never seen a guy climb a building without using his well, hands before. This is what's funny is his breakthrough so. in America is Rumble in the Bronx. And that's right. one of his worst movies. 
Yeah. Okay. And, and but it's like that was my introduction to Jackie Chan. Right. right. So Never I started watching a lot of his. And then you go Chinese back and watch his movies, older yeah. Hong Kong movies, and you're like, "Holy fuck balls! Right. This guy's amazing." Yeah. There's, and then he does the outtakes at the end, and there's the one movie where he's like water skiing without water ski on his feet. Right. Yeah. But there's an earlier part in the movie where he breaks, breaks his foot, foot and yeah. they fucking are painting on a shoe and sock on the cast so that he can water ski right. on a with cast. A, with a broken right. foot. It's, you're like you're insane. No, right. <laughs> there was the movie that inspired Kill Bill. The movies. Yeah, but no, I'm trying to think of the title. It was. Um, I mean, there's any number. It's something called like the Snow Queen or the something like that. I, I don't, you can't think of but it. I've so s- let it go. But I've seen. Come it. on! Nobody got that reference. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Someone is laughing somewhere, Roland. Don't worry. Okay. Someone's laughing all the, the time Disney, somewhere. Remember? But no, because um, you were <laughs> yeah, talking about 36 Kung Fu Chambers, movies. the return of the 36 Chambers. Uh, there's another one I've called seen. Shaolin. Something. I've, I've actually seen several bad uh, Kung Fu movies that are Yeah, awesome. the 36 awesome. Chamber of Shaolin. Yeah. I th- actually, I think I've seen that one. The Master Killer. Shaolin what, Master Killer. What are some of the Shaolin. movies that have got Pai Mei in it? What's the one where he, like,. His his weak point changes every day at noon. And, you know, he tries to kick him in the crotch, and he's like crushing the guy's foot with his balls. Right. <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> anyway. Now we got uh, yeah. Some of the some we, of the we plot are winding here. down here. I have a feeling this may just maybe some of the plots on some of these kung fu movies are pretty outrageous. I don't know if you guys are into like. Kung fu movies. Well, sure. Actually, yeah, they're fun. Sure. They're fun. They're Again, this is the thing. It's not that I think selling out is therefore overtly bad. I'm just talking about the difference between something that's fun and entertaining and something that is art. Okay. Right. Like Con well, why can't, why can't, why can't a movie be both? Like Con Air Occasionally. Is fun and entertaining. Well, but it wasn't for me. It was that's the thing. A kung fu a cheesy kung fu movie isn't trying to be something it isn't. It just is what it is, and right. it's very entertaining. Mm. It's Sometimes when some, it takes it's when something tries. That's what I'm saying. When something tries to be something, it's not. That's why I'm saying Men in Black, big budget, well directed, Barry yeah. Sonnenfeld, beautifully filmed, well acted, well written, but doesn't take itself seriously. Right. So the ridiculous premise, you get away with it. It's fantastic film. Transformers, <laughs> twice as much money. Right. But who the fuck cares? Because this movie wants me to take the. These were toys. It was. It was. They were half. The original cartoon series were half-hour filmation car commercials in order to sell <laughs> toys, just like He-Man and everything else in the eighties. GI right. Joe. It was. Is. Is. It was a cool idea that it was a toy car that turned into a toy robot, or a toy robot that turned into a toy car, whichever you want to. I mean, I'm, I'm picturing now the thing they're selling kids these days are the, the little, whatever you call it, stuffed animals, where it's like a hippopotamus, and then you pull the, its butt off and wrap yeah. it over its head and turn it around, and it's a raccoon or right. whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know, oh, it's an animal that changes into a different animal. Oh, and so it's, and it's a little stuffed animal. Okay, and I'm imagining if that, that thing had come out in the 80s, there'd be a fucking filmation cartoon about the animals sure. that turn into other animals, and then 30 years later, fucking Michael Bay would be making these big budget... Hungry, Hungry made. Hippo 4 yeah. by Michael Bay. Why don't we have right. a uh, be preposterous. Garbage Pail Kids movie? Right. I thought they made one, didn't they? Did they? Actually, I think they did. Oh. I think you're well, right. Well, of course it was animated, but... Um, um, they, I, I love the Garbage Pail Kids. They never lie. They never lie. <laughs> 
I love Transformers because they're more than meets the eye. This is these are the lyrics to a Faith No More song. Right. You're just okay. No. Right. <laughs> we care a lot. Dirty song, but someone's got to sing it. That's right. Got a boy. I'm thinking maybe we just wind this down. If you want, yeah, well, let's do it. We right. are gas, food, and lodging. Well, he's got to hook the oh. thing up. So oh he's got yeah. Outro. Um, Charlie, so, so can we get on, a tech on, manual on. in here Before for Pat? Before he please? plays this outro, yeah. Um, plug it in. Don't okay, just okay. get get it set up while I'm talking. Um, can you name all the films using this Wait. outro? You've now heard it seven times. Uh, no, I cannot. Um, I'm going to try and go through what I'm what I'm sure of. Um, uh, it starts with Network, goes uh-huh. into Planet of the Apes, uh-huh. goes into. Um, um, I can't distinguish from the on. beginning and the end at hold this on, point. Hold on, fucking hold on. The the. I know there's uh, some Full Metal, full metal Jacket. jacket. Yeah. Full Metal no, Jacket. That's not Full it. Metal Jacket. No, so you missed missing. one. I missed one. Hold on. Planet of the Apes. Then there's something else, and then Full Metal Jacket. And anyway, then it's Princess Bride, uh-huh. then it's um, Empire Strikes Back, yep. and um, then it's Psycho, Psycho, uh-huh. uh, and then in what's Body Ralph Macchio, it's, no, 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 there's the Ralph Macchio bit at the end. Ralph Macchio? It no. sounds like Ralph Macchio. I'm not sure what that no, was from, is it's my point. Bodyguard and then Silence of the Lambs. Well, no, no, it's something else before that, and then it's Bodyguard so and Silence of the Lambs. You missed, what I miss? You missed Aliens? Oh, right, 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 right. It was right. Aliens and then Full Metal Jacket. Right, Aliens, then Full Metal Jacket. Then okay. Princess Bride, Empire... It's Psycho, and then it's Airplane. Oh, that's from Airplane. Right. And then it's um, Super Bad. Super Bad, that's the one. And then that it's, I was thinking. it's not the Ralph Macchio. It's what's his name? Double cheeseburger. It's for a cop. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so on that note, here it is. Are you wondering why I pulled I, you over, Meow? We were supposed to have it ready. Okay, but I you have it ready, Meow? We were talking. Do you want to know why I pulled okay. you over, Meow? <laughs> no offense, you're wrong, Meow. <laughs> We are gassed, food, and lodging. All right. We will see you, see you next time. some other time. Open the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, Take your sticking paws off me, you bitch! Well, no shit. What have we got here, a fucking comedian? What's your name, fat body? My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. No, I am your father. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. What kind of a stupid name is that, Fogel? What, are you trying to be an Irish R&B singer? And I will I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old fat.